So serious podcast, uh, Brandon and Rashani are back for another movie review, and today we are here to review Alita Battle Angel. Uh, a deactivated female cyborg is revived, but cannot remember anything of her past life, and goes on a quest to find out who she is. Directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by James Cameron. Uh, Rashani, what do you think about this? Before I get into that, <laughs> before I get into that, I have to get this off my chest. <clears throat> Y'all done fucked around and got yourselves in some real shit. Now you're stuck in the house. You gotta peep the remix. The remix of that version was so much better than the original, in my ver- in my opinion. Oh, the like, remix of High? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Only reason you're album. alive is that you read lips. <laughs> <laughs> Roll by in the hood, low in your seat and shit. Hear a mouth and off like they don't need that shit. How they sick of you dodging, ducking, and beating and shit. How they call you don't return they beeps. Now they want to kill you and all your peeps. <laughs> you done fucked around with some wild niggas. You done fucked off the dough of juvenile and jigger. That was back when Jay-Z actually cared about what he did on um on like on, on guest, guest spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've been listening to that album on replay recently. I don't know why. I think I saw something on Twitter about like it was the anniversary of 400 Degrees or something like that. And I was like, I haven't listened to 400 Degrees in a while. And I put that on. I was like, oh my gosh, this still hits. And now I'm, you got me ready to go over there and listen to the remix again. <laughs> they got big guns to go brack, brack, brack. Where are your niggas at? So, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that remix when we get off. <laughs> but, uh, um, Alita, Alita, I you know, I, I can say that I did not go into it knowing what it was. I didn't know it was an anime when, uh, when I first saw the previews. And when I initially saw the previews, I was like, this is the dumbest looking thing. Like, her eyeballs are just <laughs> huge, and it's just... It, it it's it's scary and what's this about and then the more i saw the previews the more it grew on me and i can say that i'm honestly happy that i went um it wasn't the best movie in the world it wasn't even close to the best movie in the world but it was a really good serviceable sci-fi action movie um yeah i have mixed feelings about this film because i enjoy i thought the film was beautiful like just incredibly beautiful like whatever technology there's a people are saying that james cameron was basically using this as a test for his new avatar and i'm mm-hmm. like uh, this is the test uh then i can't wait to see what that looks like exactly because this looked incredible um i thought the fight scenes were fucking awesome uh the elitist fight scenes were so seamless and smooth and it was super, like, it looked like what you would imagine a fucking war cyborg would do in a fight. Like, it was fucking cool as shit. But the other part of me was like, this film had 
no real like cohesive story at all to me. It was, and it was, it was a it was a prologue, so like it was just like the pre-story of a story, and and I've been and I was listening to uh, some people talk about it, talk about Alita, the anime, because I haven't watched it like like you. And I, I was listening to some people who did read. Well, it was a manga who read the manga and stuff, and basically they were basically like when you start the manga, it literally picks up as she's like won the race or whatever and she's like the she is the leader battle angel and everything in this film was basically james cameron creating a backstory for the character so like none of, none of this most of none of this is in anything uh it's it's all his creation to create a backstory because he felt like he needed people to uh relate to the character before they could get into the story and I was just like, the best parts of this film was when she was kicking ass and doing the fucking um, what was that game called? Uh, roller derby. Roller, yeah, it was. I know it was roller derby. Yeah, it derby. was roller derby, but it, it was, what they called it? Not, what they call bullet it? ball. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I was watching it. It's whatever. Because a ball shoots out the wall like a bullet. Bullet ball extreme. And um. I don't know what the like there were so many like uh, there were so many things about the movie that if you asked me about it literally 30 minutes after the movie, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a pretty face. Uh, there was. It, oh, God. Oh, it's called so, motorball. Bullet ball. Um, I feel so bad for even saying this, but it was a pretty face with no substance behind it. There, it, there was no ass to this movie. Um, and so the okay. So uh, since we do spoilers and all that, I just want to say straight out that I absolutely despise movies that end on a sequel note. <laughs> I hated Ken for that same for that same reason. I hate movies that make it so then you have to go and see the sequel to see what happens. Uh, they don't have. There was no real closure to this film. Um, this was egregious in that. Yeah. Like, so just so we can spoil it, basically the whole film is leading up to this big motorball game uh, <laughs> that Alita has to win in order to get to like this floating city. And the so the whole movie is like her finding out who she is and meeting people and blah 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 blah. And then you're why and first of all the movie's longer than it should be. And so yes. you're sitting there and so at like two hours you're like, okay, when is this shit gonna end? But it doesn't look like there's an end in sight because it, it doesn't look like they're about to wrap up any story. And then the big game comes and the leader's out there stretching and she's walking out for the big game. And then it just ends. And I'm like, what? That's that's how this film is ending? Just on that? Uh, so, yeah, that's what Rashani's talking about, how it ends. It's incredible. And, and, like, I don't remember any of her friends' names. Me either. I don't, like, the doctor, I, 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 I don't remember what his name was. I just remember that he was like a, uh, robot bounty hunter type guy, and her boyfriend was a guy who was actually killing robots and stealing their parts. And 
It was a convoluted story. I just know like, Marsha Hala Ali and Jennifer Connelly. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if you really want to be real about it, it was a convoluted story that had good actors in it. Mm-hmm. And so you watched it to see these good actors, but uh, Marshala Ali got taken over by a dude that you don't see through the entire movie. <laughs> like, apparently this guy who inhabited his body is the big bad, but you don't even see him because he lives up on the floating planet or the floating city that nobody can make it to. Uh, the love interest that she has throughout this movie fucking dies and then gets rebuilt into a robot and then fucking dies again. Like, <laughs> five minutes after he gets rebuilt into a robot, literally. Like, six minutes after he gets his robotic legs, he dies. So it's like, why the fuck did I even waste my time? Um, oh, yeah, and the big bad is Edward Norton. They, it, yeah, <laughs> they showed his face at the end because she looks up in the sky and points at a sword up in the sky and somehow he sees it through his binoculars and that's where it ended it wasn't just it it wasn't just her getting ready for this race or whatever it was her pointing her sword at the big bad in the sky this is like they just knew that this was going to do avengers numbers and he's going to be like the big bad for the next one you're going to want to go see it but unfortunately there was only like people in the theater with us <laughs> Yeah, and, and the other thing um, that I know you probably noticed is it was very, they did this thing where they're trying to do the story with like, they're trying to do the typical, you know, what it means to be human story or what's what's real and what's fake and uh, how, you know, they even had a part where like the guy's like, I didn't know I could love a robot or a cyborg or whatever, but they're doing this the whole time, but none of to me none of the emotional scenes hit at mm-hmm. all. At least for me, they didn't. None of them hit for me. So I'm just watching. I'm just like, mm. okay, mm. all right, you died. Mm. Okay, uh, okay, she's finding out the, her background. All right, okay. None like none of them hit you where you're like, oh, okay. Like, and a lot of them you can just see coming. Like, yep. Every, like uh, the the twist on who Alita is. Or, like, it was so obvious from the beginning. Like, they tell you, the, the first part of the story, they tell you there was a big fight, and the, the all the cities in the sky fell. And I was, mean, and on top of that, they, they, here's another issue I have with movies like this, is when they need you to come see this movie, so they put too much into the trailer. Like, they say that she's a bat. Like, they say you're from up there. And they say, you know, you. she has the visions of her being a fighter and all that. They showed all of this. So, I'm just like, let's get to the part where she's playing bullet ball. Let's, let's, let's get to that part. Because that's when the real action happens in this movie. Yeah, that shit was awesome. It was. That was but awesome. But it's like, I shouldn't have to wait. This movie was like me wanting to eat an ice cream sundae. All I want is an ice cream sundae. I've seen advertising for this place. They make great ice cream sundaes. It's like 
five or six different flavors and they're all sumptuous and they're homemade and it's cold and they roll the ice cream right in front of you and then they put the perfect type of toppings on it. They got the marshmallow cream sauce that doesn't stick to anything and they got the, the raspberry sauce with no seeds and it's just all this greatness on top of each other and you're ready to eat it. You've seen the video of it like 39 times. You've seen it for like three or four months and you're ready to eat it. But in order to eat that great Sunday, you have to get through a bland ass chicken dinner that didn't have any salt <laughs> there's nothing wrong with eating chicken dinners like it's not like you're eating liver or something like that you're eating chicken you know it's chicken it's fried chicken it's just they didn't put any seasoning on it and so you got to eat this bland ass stuff to get to what you really want which is at the end of the meal that's what alita is the stuff you really wanted was at the end of the meal i don't care about her falling in love with whatever the dude's name was i don't care about the um walks that she had through the town. I don't care about the dude who the the uh the how she ended up fighting against the woman and and the other robot before she fought against the robot who kept fucking coming back. The big mo monstrous oh, yeah, robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just like, kept coming I, back in different yeah, forms. You, nigga, you keep getting your ass whooped. You're the black manta of this movie. No, he's super shredder. He was Shredder, and then he was Super Shredder. Hold on one second, bro. No problem. But yeah, this film, um, this film operates in a space that is very interesting because they're trying to do this anime thing, but they're also trying to build a franchise. Like this was clearly designed to build a franchise, and it costs two hundred million dollars to make minimum. Like people don't even know the exact cost of this film yet, but it costs two hundred million dollars to make minimum. And it kind of flopped in the box office. But, yeah, I was just saying that, like, this, they designed this film with this idea to make it uh, a franchise. Mm -hmm. it, it cost $200 million to make, and it, it's pretty much flopped in the American box office. However, it's probably going to make a shitload of money in China because this is the type of movie that makes a lot of money in China. Like, yeah. This movie, like a lot, all the rock movies, like there's just these movies that really don't have any type of story, but they have some cool fucking action scenes and they look cool, are going to make some money overseas. And this one is better than a lot. Like it, it is, it is visually stunning. Like I can't stress that enough. Like it is a visually stunning film. This is a movie made for the IMAX. Yes, in 3D. Like you mm -hmm. can watch this and like people, even if you don't like 3D films. You'll like this film in 3D. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing. It, it is well acted. It's not. It's not bad acted. It's just nothing. Like Rashani says, just no substance. There's nothing there. It's like it is like eating cotton candy for dinner. Cotton candy is sweet. You really want to like eating cotton candy, but there's absolutely no substance. And as soon as you put it in your mouth, it's gone. That's what this movie was. Like I said, I walked out of the theater 30 minutes later and I couldn't say anything except for my son will like the action scenes. But really, I meant the action scene at the very end. Yeah, that's why it's hard to talk about this film. I can just talk about the basic. I can talk about like the the plot as like overarching just like in general terms about this film but like specific scenes about this film i remember like like three like i remember when she got her suit her mm -hmm. whatever suit like i remember her diving underwater and getting. Her where's suit. my super suit sorry 
because I thought it looked good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was her super suit. That basically, also, uh, shout out to Rod. She's basically an impossible white man in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, she does everything without any type. Like they don't tell. Like you find out later, but when you're watching, like she has no training. She has no practice. She doesn't remember anything, but off of instinct, she's just fucking everyone up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just ridiculous. At one point, she gets sliced into like a thousand pieces and still fucking fucks the dude up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do remember that scene. That was fucking cool. Like, the, if, you could, if you could take this movie and give it a strong story, which from hearing people, on, seeing people on Twitter and listening to different stuff on YouTube, from people who actually read the manga or seen the anime, say that it does have a strong story. If you can bring that out with this visual aspects of this film and the battle scenes of this film, it can be a, there's a good film here. There's a, there's a good film in this series. It is possible. Do I trust James Cameron to make it? No. No, I don't. So what you're saying is if you could take this movie and put it into a good movie, it would be better. Yes. If I like, take this movie and put it in the MCU, it would be it a would, good film. Yeah, it would. It would be wonderful. But this is James Cameron thinking all I need. Like, can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. Really, this is like unpopular opinion, most likely. Avatar was pretty. But the shit, yeah, yeah, it had its moments, but it was too long, and the story was, yeah. Yeah, Avatar's story is not great, but at least there's a story. Mm-hmm. This- what I'm saying is that James Cameron doesn't do stories very well, which no. is why he got Robert Rodriguez there to help him out. But Robert's like, nigga, what the fuck you want me to do with this? You want me to stick directly with this manga? No, I want you to write a backstory. I don't, I've never even seen this shit. So, I'm gonna, honestly, the fact that they made it into a you have to see the actual movie in order to understand what we're doing here pissed me off. Yeah, people pay, people pay $16 who don't have cinema or get screeners to go watch a prologue. Mm-hmm. Something that could and, have been summarized in a 10-minute YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you need is that deep voice guy in the world. Yeah. Like, that's all you need to do. But no, you, you want to make people sit through this and then write, you give them one big action scene. That, again, was dope. That action scene was amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. And then you end the movie. You fucker. That's horrible. If they were to kick this movie off where it ended, just kick the movie off where it ended, but before the movie starts, give like Alita was a, a falling cyborg who got brought back to life by like basically a Star Wars scroller. You give me a Star Wars scroller of this whole. You could do this whole movie in a Star Wars scroller. Mm-hmm. This whole movie could be a Star Wars scroller, and then you pick up right where it ended, where she's about to run the race, and then you go from there. And I think this would have been a really good movie if you did that. But instead, you create a fake backstory that you explore way too in-depth that is needed. And you have characters like, you're just looking at the nurse for Dr. Ito, and the nurse has no lines. Like she, she, I think she said one word the whole film. 
And you know what? I don't know if you've ever seen The Good Place, but was she the was she uh she's was she the woman from The Good Place? She let me look her up. Her name is Adara Victor. She was beautiful. Whoever she was, she was just stunning. No, she wasn't on The Good Place. She's been on a bunch of TV shows. Like this is really like her first movie, honestly. No, I'm she sorry. Was in the, uh, Unsolved. Uh, Murder of Tupac and Biggie. Uh, yes, nothing but TV. Castle, Hunter, The Choir, Grey's Anatomy. She's so this is really this is her first film, and they didn't give her anything to say. Mm-mm. Nothing. You know, I used to wonder about that kind of stuff. Would I be happy to be in a movie where I get paid millions of dollars? And I don't have to say a single word. I mean, it depends on if you want to do more movies. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like supposed to be a trilogy, and I get paid trilogy money, and it actually sells well, and I don't have to say a single word for the first two movies, and then I might say five words in the last movie as I die, and I get paid $10 million per movie, would I be happy with that? And I think the answer is fuck yes. Yes, but I would have to be assured... I'm going to make it to the third movie. Because somebody who doesn't get any lines, it's not guaranteed. And get written out immediately. It's not guaranteed to make it to the third movie. Like how they made Lavender white as soon as she got a speaking role in Harry Potter. We saw that shit. Made I need to watch Harry Potter, white. by the way. I've Spoiler seen- alert. They made a black girl white. It was the best magic trick they pulled. <laughs> they made a, 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 like, a, a, a black girl, like, into this little white girl. And nobody said anything. Nobody said, ooh, what'd you do this summer? Nobody said anything. It was just black black or white, just gone. Poof. So they basically aren't Vivda. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. From what I understand, those movies are great. So but yeah. people got over to Aunt Vivian. Yeah. Books are better, but you know. See, I didn't know you were a Harry Potter nerd. Yeah, I one of the best things that we did last year, or maybe the year before, we went out to Orlando. Uh, Orlando oh yeah, Park. that's dope. Yeah, yeah, I, that, did I that. cried. That is dope. But I was on there like uh, I don't know none of these niggas except uh, whatever the fucking the door the villain is in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody knew who they were except for me, and I was in cloud like I was cloud nine, like drinking butter beer in the whole nine yards. And then did you get on a little indoor roller coaster thing? Oh yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then my son got chosen to choose a wand, and I was like, "Wait, I'm the Harry Potter fan. He's just with me." <laughs> I was salty at like a nine year old, like little nigga. You don't even know Harry Potter. So, <laughs> All right, yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say about this film because, like Rashani said, it's completely forgettable in, in regards to any type of specific plot points. There's no substance. There's no, like, exploratory thing that we need to talk about. It's just uh, go to – if you go into this film, I'll tell you what. If you want to see a film that looks beautiful, that has fun action scenes, because they do, they do do little small ones throughout the film, so it keeps you – you're not going to fall asleep on the film because every few minutes you'll get an action scene. If you want to see some cool action scenes, a beautiful film, and you like anime, 
and then go see this film. You'll you'll leave out and you won't be overjoyed. It's not like leaving a, an Avengers film or a Marvel film, but it's also not like leaving like you know Fantastic Four. Like you'll leave out and be like, I enjoyed this. It was fun for what it was. But I would say go see a matinee. Don't go see it at night. And if you have a movie pass, a Cinemia, please use, use it. That. Please use that. Don't don't spend full movie money on this film because Mm-mm. it's not worth it. I should have known it wasn't worth it when Taco Bell was a sponsor. <laughs> the previews were better than this film. Like I got some good previews. I got right? Ma. I got. Um, Ooh, I'm looking forward to seeing Ma. Oh yes, I can't wait till we see that. I got Ma. I got um us. Um, yeah, I got some good previews for this film. So go see it for the previews. Psych. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Rashani, what will you give this film out of ten? What did I give Aquaman? Oh, yeah. I, you gave it like a negative some, 15. And some horrible score. Yeah, I gave it a negative 15. And I gave Superfly like a three. Three. In light of that, I will give this movie a five. Because, like I said, the action scenes and the, the visuals were pretty, but there was nothing to it. And there was nothing memorable about it. But it was a good way to spend somebody else's money and eat popcorn. Yeah, this is a six this for me. This movie that you go to when you get into a fight with your significant other, but you don't want to break up, you just need some time away from them, go spend two hours watching. <laughs> you won't be able to tell your significant other what you actually did, so your alibi is going to suck. It's going to sound like you cheated a little bit, even though you're really at the movies, and you'll fight all over again, but you'll get the, get this movie out your way. Plus, if you go see it soon, I think at the Regal, at Regal, you get like extra points for going to see it because they know it sucks. <laughs> I give this movie a six. It's a six only because I said you should go see it, and to me, anything below a six is like uh, I don't know if you should go see it. So uh, even for free. So yeah, I mean, I will go see the next one when it comes out. Because some it's going to have all the action. Yes, because it, it can't possibly be worse. It has to like if he if he fucks up the next one, then you know I'm out. I don't care how much money he makes, and if they get a trilogy, I'm out. But I think the next one has potential to actually be good. This was just a waste of a film. Should have been a star. It should have been a Star Wars scroller. It, it should have been. This is the kind of thing that ends up being on Netflix. Like, this yes. is a yes. Bloomhouse who made Happy Death Day to You has started putting movies on Hulu. Like, not not like Happy Death Day. They're literally putting new movies on Hulu that they know aren't that good of movies, but they're horror movies. They're putting them on Hulu directly. This movie could have went on Hulu or it could have went on Netflix. And I probably would have liked it a lot more then because it would have been a Netflix movie and it would have... That's how bad this movie was to me. It was bright bad. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it was bright bad. It, like there was, like the visuals are nice and all, but I mean, seriously, what was the use of that black kid in this movie? I like the totally one who knocked forgot. her down and stole a bullet ball from her. I totally forgot then, he was there. Right, <laughs> and 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 the Asian girl. She was just there to be friends with the other guy who's an asshole. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Pointless. Like, like there were 
all these people in this world, and I think only like six of them had any lines in this movie. I got a question for you, Rashani. Yes, Which sir? film had more character development for their for the supporting don't, characters? Don't say Aquaman. No, Aquaman definitely had more than this. Which film had more for the supporting characters, Alita or Bohemian Rhapsody? Fuck. <laughs> That's like asking which one's better, a shit sandwich or a turd sandwich? <laughs> a giant douche or a turd sandwich? And, um, this isn't a question that could be answered. You can't quantify it. Like, neither of them had any development for any auxiliary characters. None. They barely gave Jennifer Connelly anything to do. I will say, this one did try to give me something about the doctor. They tell me that he lost his daughter and he kind of went through a spiral and he broke up with Jennifer Connelly and that he's been fighting in this bounty hunter thing so that he could keep his shop alive so that he can do his passion, which is work on people. And so part of the reason why he brought Alita back is because he wanted to have a full replacement for his... Like, they gave his the doctor something. So I, I'd have to give Alita the nod up because I don't know shit about anyone else in fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know about none of the mother niggas in Queen. Yeah, <laughs> nah, them, them niggas didn't do shit. Mm-mm. So yeah, this this was a six. Um, uh, before we get out, Rashani, what's what you got going on with podcasts this week? You know what? I literally just finished uh, recording and editing, mixing down the latest episode of Single Simulcast. We had the boys, uh, Anthony and Stone from Forget That Yo on the latest episode. And it is a motherfucking hoot. Uh, the episode is called African Americles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And I, I look if y'all have never listened to one of the episodes of Single Simulcast, I apologize. I apologize, <laughs> but it was dope. Good. Enjoy it. Definitely go check that out. Were you able to? Uh, did y'all talk about Jesse Smollett? Yeah, we. You know what? Let me put that in the show notes. Yes, we did. Uh, and you know what? I'm gonna say the same thing now that I said then. Um, why, 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 why y'all so mad that this nigga lied? Listen, I'm, I listen, I'm, I'm going to be on Stephanie's show this weekend on Mocha Minutes, and I'll be able mm-hmm. to talk about it more. Uh, but listen, um, all that, it's a whole lot of shit with like people just being touchdown dancing because they already homophobic and they mm-hmm. don't like gay people and they wanted him to be lying and all that. And for some of us, some of us did think it sounded a little weird from the start. But instead of being out there hoping that he's lying, you just shut the fuck up and wait to see exactly. what happens. And that's what I did. And he lied, so fuck him for lying. But um, I think a lot of people just mad because, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but at the end of the day, I was glad. I was very happy today to see that there were people out there that could get past the homophobic, that weren't homophobic, that weren't just happy because they were right, but that could also see that at the end of the day, there were some jokes in this because there, it is some funny parts of this story. Like, if you're going, if you're going to set up a crime on yourself, why would you write a check for Yeah, exactly. Like, like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you got to do better than this, man. 
And if you're gonna if you're gonna portray a racist crime, why not hire some white dudes? There's <laughs> like <laughs> like there's so much. Like I was just happy to see some people that were like, you know, I'm not homophobic. I'm like everybody who's like, oh, this is gonna make it hard for me to believe the next person that says they were a hate crime. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Only if you were inclined not to believe them anyway. The next person that says something like this happens, if they're credible, I'm going to believe them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's until I'm proven wrong, because shit like this don't happen that often. Like, this is not a common occurrence. So once I exactly. saw people who weren't on that shit, but were able to find some jokes in it, I was here for that. I saw the clip, uh, and, and he has his issues, but I saw the clip of Charles Barkley. Did you see that? Yeah. And Charles Barkley was like, if you wanted to do that, you should have just went in Liam Neeson's neighborhood. Exactly. Laugh for a good long moment at that one. Like, <laughs> that was so fucking funny to me. Charles ain't always on, but when he's on, that was a kill shot. Like, yes. That was good. So, uh, yeah. So, go check out the single Simon Cat. I know they had some fucking fun on that show, so I can't wait to listen to that once it's up. Um, but we're going to be back with some more reviews. Uh, we're going to be having Happy Death Day to you. Uh, coming out in the next week or so, Lego Movie. Um, what else did we say? Oh, I'm fighting with my family. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing all that. The Oscars are Sunday. So we'll be back with more movie reviews. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you later.